If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Sweet, sweet guitar riff. Sweet. Sounds better each week. How do you spell sweet? <laughs> oh my gosh, should we let the, should we let them in on this story? <laughs> Should we let people in on this? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. How uh, how you get underneath my skin and know how to <laughs> annoy me and also confuse me? Because like when we first started, you know, the well, you started getting a hold of me a little bit more. Hey, come over, let's do a show, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you, would, you would text. I would text, and you would reply, "Sweet, S U I T E," like a office suite, right? That's yeah, how you yeah. spell it, right? Yeah. And the first time I was like, "Oh, it just autocorrected." You know, and it's no big deal. That happens. About the seventh time, I said, you know how sweet is spelled, right? Yeah. It's it's S-W-E-E-T. 
And you're like, oh, yeah, of course. And then you're like, I saw seen a little bit. Sweet. S-U-I-T-E. And I was like, is he doing this on purpose? Or is this like a... It's one of your classic, uh, sub, like not subliminal, but like very low key sarcastic. Yeah, kind yeah, of for sure. Jokes, which they say is a sign of intelligence. People who like sarcasm and kind of. <laughs> I don't know about that, and, but uh, thank and then you. and then after that, you started replying with sweat. Yeah, yeah. And then what was the I had other to one? switch it up? <laughs> you just kept doing other <laughs> versions of sweet. We have fun on text, uh, dude. So yeah, how do you spell sweet? It's so funny though how Many much ways. I depend. On autocorrect. Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Like, I'm not really like a, uh, I'm not a wordsmith, but I'm also <laughs> not like, I look, I was in the fifth grade spelling bee. Okay. Mm. Let's just, let me just throw that out there to everybody. Okay. Okay. I got in front of Manor Elementary School and I did pretty good. I wasn't the first out, but I just <laughs> want to let you guys know that the word that I got uh, mixed up on was stitch. Ooh. I forgot the T. Silent T. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. So you just spelled sitch? I No, I spelled, no, 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 S-T-I-C-H. Uh-huh. I forgot the T on the other side. There's two stitch? T's? Isn't there? S-T-I-T-C-H. Oh, there's two T's. Yeah, yeah, see? See, maybe Uh, I am a wordsmith. Listen, I was great at spelling up until about fourth grade. And then uh, my father was in the computer wholesaling business, brought home a um, computer that had an automatic word checker on it. Mm. You know, it was like one of the first ones, like Microsoft Word or whatever. And we were homeschooled and it was like, write a report. And then just the red squiggly lines would show up and you're like, this is cheating. (laughs) It's like the first time you get a calculator in elementary school. You're like, ha ha. And uh, yeah, I've now it's just all the time. But then don't know the, how to spell uh, anything now. Yeah, the, well, you just said calculate. I remember trying to uh, talk my parents into letting me get that really super smart calculator that I would have never known how to you know work whatsoever. Like the TI eighty five. Like, yeah, like remember those fifty TI-87. bucks or something. They're like, I'm not buying you a calculator for fifty dollars. Oh, I remember uh, in high school the TI eighty seven was like a hundred and forty dollars for the calculator what? that was required. It was a graphing calculator. Wow. And now it's a free app on your iPhone. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> These kids don't know what it's about. I don't know nowadays. Let's keep reminiscing for no another idea. hour, Jason, about yeah, our yeah. childhood. Man, oh man. But yeah, have oh. you ever, let me ask you this about spelling. Have you ever typed something into your phone or into like Google or into a computer? Like if you're writing a Word document or pages and mm-hmm. you type it in and the in, in the computer's like, I have no idea what you yeah, yeah. have a suggestion. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. No <laughs> like replacement. You you type this so poorly it does not even right. resemble any English. I just word. I just can't stand when it when you put a word in, you wanna say, mm. you know, you're like you're like, uh I live, you know, in Michigan. And it's like it changes the live to long or something, you know, yeah. just like something totally random. You're just like, why did it even correct to that. Like, I I just had one where I was trying to text someone 50-60. So I was saying, oh, it's about 50 to 60, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. The numbers range. Yeah. And it kept for like four times in a row. I typed yeah. 5 dash, and then it would say 5-0, like 5 <laughs> And I went, no, 5 and yeah. I'm so fast. You're, I just you're go fighting with your phone. Four times in a row. By the, and it's only, the whole thing only took three and a half seconds, but by the fourth time it recorrected, I wanted to throw my phone through a wall. Yeah, exactly. And I just went, what? <laughs> what is going on? Well, first of all, I need to work on patience yeah yeah uh, but second yeah, of all yeah, yeah. why are you One of the fruits of the spirit greg exactly you know it's part of my sanctification process yeah, exactly be more patient working on your phone but the thing is is i've never said five dash oh mm-hmm. i'm not a 911 operator 
I'm not texting people like, hey, the five O's are right around the corner. You were you were you were texting the Dirk Bentley <laughs> song, five one, five oh, somebody called a pool pool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song. But I'm glad you know it. Jeez. There's probably like one person out there that's going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we said that. And then everybody else is like, "Uh, Dirk Bentley, I have no idea. I do know who Dirk Bentley is. I just don't know. He had some good tunes. My buddy played guitar for him, so I kind of delved into uh, a little bit more of it. Um, But yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he had some, he had some. Pretty decent tunes, and he played bluegrass stuff too. Sometimes, yeah. So I, I mean, I enjoy bluegrass. And I was just on uh, a music app. I think it was like Amazon Unlimited or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in the room, and, and Oliver, my seven year old, is sitting on my lap. And I was going through the non explicit stuff of Chris Stapleton. I, it's ah. his latest album, mm-hmm. and some of his stuff is just like you know. One of them was like a song about he's forty and his life's over, and he feels yeah. like he's sort of like, gosh, dang it, dude! Right, a couple more years. Trying I'm forty. To get country I, on I feel you. good, yeah. you know. Yeah, and he was singing it, and my my seven year old looks up at me, and goes, "Man, this guy's really depressive." <laughs> I think he meant to say like sounds depressing. But yeah, he's exactly. Depressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now he's got a couple faster ones, but yeah, for right. the most part. He's got he's got some good tunes. <laughs> he's got some he's decent got some tunes. Good tunes. That's really as far as I get into country anymore. Is maybe yeah. a Zach Brown once in a while. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. A, and uh, you toured with Zach Brown, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's we the did, only we country artist that I'm Zach. like. Yeah, I really, really like them. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're this, they're really good musicians. From this era. Yeah, they're. I mean, they are really good musicians. Uh, the um, yeah. Cool. I mean, well, I'll expect you to have a uh, have them on next week. Then. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get a hold of them. Hold I know on. you guys no, are best I'm buds joking. now. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> we 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 used to run into them a little bit more when we were on the road, but now it's uh yeah never. We, we <laughs> a DJ oh, actually DJ might uh, DJ might be down there in there Nashville DJ if you're listening their studio down there and yeah uh, you're in Nashville get them yeah. on yeah man that'd be awesome D- we should have DJ on and you guys could just have an episode of yeah. you guys talking no. about people would be so bored. <laughs> Be like, oh my! Well, did half they the stuff do probably... anything on the road? <laughs> right. Well, there's one time we played a show, and then we watched Seinfeld reruns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the hotel. Then we got in the van and drove all the way to <laughs> New we, York City. And we drove another 800 you know? miles. Yeah, yeah. And played exactly. another show. Yeah, drove through yeah. the night. Life, life of a on the road musician wild. is pretty. Everyone makes it sound sensational. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's just a lot of no. work. Yeah, it is. Loading, unloading, yeah. driving. Exactly. The driving part. A lot of people um, uh, forget how much work it is to drive that many miles. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's serious, man. Did you do a but, lot of uh, driving when you were? Oh yeah, I love to drive. I love to drive. Actually, you remember I, when we went down to Nashville? I love to drive. <laughs> Dude, so, we got like, to Nashville in like five hours. I know. <laughs> I know right? It's like an eight hour yeah, yeah. trip. Oh, dude. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I love to drive, and uh, yeah. So you know, if if uh, you know. If there's ever a semi truck driver opening out there, I I might just snag it. I don't know. No, I would never. I will never be a semi. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't yeah. think. We'll see. Well, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, was this the inclusive episode? It was. We yes. want to talk about being inclusive. Yes. We want to talk about uh, how the word has been misrepresented. Mm-hmm. What it means from a secular point of view. What it means from a Christian, yeah, or biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And we did do a short, and we were like, yeah. "Man, we're gonna have to do a yeah." And we got good feedback on it, and we said, well, "Let's just do a long format one." And long format, probably, I don't know, we'll try to keep it to half hour or so. Yeah. But um, yeah, but before. Before we do that, you want to do a little newsy news? Yeah. Let's get into it. News, the news, the newsy, newsy news, the news, the news, the newsy, newsy news, news. We got some news. 
Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. So uh, what do we got on the diet? yeah the the first uh, the first one is a little bit somber. Um, we are recording this episode on January the 9th. Ninth. Yes, so a few and, days before uh, it releases. Yeah, a few days before it releases. And I just saw a story that uh, Bob Saget has passed away. Um, 5.03 p.m. on TMZ. Not that I read TMZ all the time. but <laughs> uh, uh scanning yeah, yeah. TMZ <laughs> no, I know, for right? celebrity deaths. It just popped up. Uh, everybody was a, was a fan of Bob Saget all of a sudden, you know, on Facebook. So I ended up seeing it. But the Orange County Sheriff's Office tells us we have no information on cause of death and detectives have found no signs of foul play or drug use in this case. Uh, they note the medical examiner's office will make the final call on the cause and manner of death. So yeah, Bob Saget, 65. Uh, I knew him pretty well on Full House. Right. That's kind of our era. Yeah. What we grew up with. Back in the 80s, early 90s. And uh, yeah, my, and now um, Aubrey yeah. um, is starting to, well, she a couple of years ago, whenever the Fuller House episodes start coming out right. on Netflix, um, we started watching that a little bit more. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, you know, kind of the... <laughs> Kind of a sad, sad day. Yeah, um, the crazy thing with him was is he was a pretty blue comic, mm-hmm. meaning you know he he worked dirty yeah. before he got that show. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he was raunchy, but he wasn't like crazy raunchy, mm-hmm. but he was dirty. And then he had that like squeaky clean image for whatever it was, eight or nine years yeah. or ten years, however long that show ran. And that's kind of how everyone knew him. Right. But then the comics that knew him coming up together, which Norm McDonald and him, who Norm just passed away a few yeah. months ago, were best buds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when when he got done with that show, they went, I can't, can't believe such a dirty comic is, you know, everyone right. thinks he's clean. And then he like doubled down yeah, on his raunchiness to like that. He's like, oh, that's what I'm known for now. Gosh. And the crazy thing is, is his dirty stuff is not that funny. Mm. His clean stuff reminds me of Norm a little bit. Oh, and it's okay. funny. Okay. And you look at that and you just go, oh man, did he just kind of sell out to what he thought would either be easier yeah. for him or what people expected of him. I know Norman him had conversations um, about religion and philosophy and, you know, is there a creator and stuff like that? Gosh, I hope the Lord saved him. I hope, you know, mm-hmm. if, if he was, you didn't really see it reflected in his life, but mm-hmm. um, it was just a crazy thing. When I read that, I go, Oh my gosh. So you get two, two best friends there dying within a couple months of each other, Norm right. McDonald and then Bob Saget. And then also you go, did that have anything to do with it? But according to the reports right now, they said no drugs, yeah, no, no drugs, uh, no suicide. It just looks yeah. like maybe, you know, when you get up there a little bit, you got to start watching your heart, right? You know, maybe it's one of those deals, heart attack. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That's a, you know, for us, that was a guy you knew pretty well right? when we were kids. He had Gosh. a really cool mullet. <laughs> back too. in the day yeah the mullets are back too man dude mullets are, back. are so cool all right so the, the other story i have and i think we're just gonna do, we're just gonna do two yeah tonight. just the two yeah we'll do another yeah. one real quick yep. i found this story and i just i had to chuckle because we've been talking now i mean we started this podcast in the middle of the virus of the virus right and we're a virus show yeah uh because that's when we were born yeah so to speak so we've been talking about it a lot lately but um it was funny because I saw this article on Vox. Now, if anyone knows Vox News, the online, they're extremely left, extremely progressive. And they say, and the title says, why one of the most jabbed, jabbed places in America couldn't avoid Omicron. Puerto Rico has been hit hard by Omicron, but it's still a model for how the U.S. can beat the pandemic. <laughs> 
And I had to laugh because they go through and they say 82% of, uh, of Puerto Rico has been vaccinated. They have the toughest lockdowns. They're mm-hmm. still in lockdown. Uh, they have social distancing. They mandate masks everywhere inside your own home. You can get in trouble for if you're not wearing you a mask serious? in your own home. Jeez. 78% of them have had multiple vaccinations and boosters, right? And they say all this stuff and they go, but it could still be, it's still a model for what we should do in the United States. Yeah. Even after saying, Puerto Rico has the highest rate per capita of COVID right now out of all U.S. states and territories. It's so great. Like, I here's the thing, okay? If if I get three jabs, mm-hmm. okay, air quote jabs. Hope you hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying. What saying. Um, if I get three jabs to prevent polio, and then I get polio, <laughs> I I'm going questions. to have some questions, have some right? Questions. Like, I mean, what I want to know what's going on, you know? I mean, yeah. and it and it's like, everybody's just kind of like, well, it would have been a lot worse. Well, how do you know that? Like, how do you right. know that it would have been a lot worse if you didn't have that inside of you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, and, and then you hear about this, uh, we were talking about this before uh, the show, but uh, the guy that invented the Myrna vaccine, uh, uh, jab. Sorry. Yep. Dang it. Don't say it. Um, uh, <laughs> Don't get shadow banned. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, has been kicked off Twitter for uh, bringing truth to the, the guy who invented you know, the technology like, for the jab yeah. was telling uh, people on Twitter how he invented it and was releasing medical notes about it. And they kicked him off and said he's spreading misinformation. The inventor of the yeah, technology. Exactly. Yeah. It's just saying, this is how it works because I invented it. And they went, no, you're spreading misinformation. Right. Because you don't yeah. agree with the mm-hmm. whatever the narrative, the narrative that they're trying to push with the propaganda and whatnot, and also Matt Walsh the other day getting kicked off of I uh, saw that yeah Twitter for uh, calling a man a man yeah <laughs> like I mean he basically yeah, anyway. said what the the, said the Jeopardy champion was a man, man. The, the the Health and Human Services uh, Admiral yeah, is, is a man, man. yeah uh, uh, or dom- men are dominating sports in women's swimming he's like yeah. the patriarchy wins every time like tongue right. in cheek exactly yeah exactly like you can't have it both ways left what what's going on what do you want yeah. you know yeah and they just said oh no that's transphobic and kicked him off Twitter which Twitter's a cesspool do you know how many people I know right now that have made the se- so there was a big movement like a year and a half or two years ago, mm-hmm. about a year ago, year and a half from Twitter to Gab yeah. and some other platforms. And then Gab has is, is, had another surge and so is Gitter now. Yeah, what's I think Gitter? Rogan what, what is... got on it and then even some of the guys we follow that have big followings okay. on, on Instagram and Twitter. Said, is, it no, a, is it like a Twitter? Or that, what is... It's the one that Trump started. Oh, it's gotcha. Back to Gitter, okay. G-E, okay. G-E, I almost said Geeter. Yeah. G-E-T-T. Like, is this a, a think, Larry oh. the Cable Guy thing? Yeah, it's Geeter done. Geeter. Log on. Yeah, Geeter. Here's your styrofoam cup and string. <laughs> That's all it is. It's yeah, not even yeah. an app. Exactly. You just stand out in your backyard and yell at your neighbor. <laughs> it's called Geeter done app. Geeter. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not really crazy, following uh, social media. I mean, I, I have a hard time keeping up with Facebook and uh, yeah. Instagram, but uh, well, uh, Twitter. I'll, I'll be totally honest that there are a lot of traders, uh, stock traders, on Twitter. So you know, following certain people that might have a good play or might have a good you know outlook on the market or whatever. So yeah, but uh, yeah, but we're in a time where evil is called good, good is called evil. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading a couple hours ago, Psalm 2, mm. and it just popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I just read a little bit of it? Absolutely. It kind of has to do with 
That's an what amazing we're talking about. Song. Why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord <laughs> and against his anointed saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. So they're basically saying, hey, let us, uh, we, we don't want to live morally. We don't want to live by the laws of God. We don't want to live by the created order. Let's throw that off. The one, capital O, enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. <laughs> This is where we need to get this in our heart as believers. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son today. I have become your father. Now, David's talking in the spirit here. And of course, uh, we look back at this and we say, this is Christ. So... We skip a few verses down and it ends and it ends saying like this. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. So you, you, you Bilderbergs and you Bidens and you Bezoses mm. and you Elon Musk and those who have power and mm. elites and Rockefellers and and uh, prime ministers mm-hmm. and congressmen. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate His rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction, for his wrath can flare up at any moment. Hmm. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Amen. So we have a promise there. Yeah. Uh, God's... Christ's wrath, who's ruling and reigning right now, can flare up at any moment. Yeah. And we, we, as believers, I know we're getting serious in the newsy news section here, but yeah. as believers, we Sorry. have to preach the gospel, preach Christ crucified, preach his grace, and tell them, turn, repent from your wicked ways, because the wrath of God is coming, and he will make everything right. Yeah. All the Amen. injustices in the world that we're talking about right now, uh, Jason, yep, yep. we're, we're going to see Christ make them right, and it's not going to go well for those who haven't repented. Right. He's, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, putting all his enemies underneath his feet, right? Amen. So, yeah, man. Cool. That's great. Is that all we got for the news? Yeah, that's it for the news, man. Awesome. And that was the Newsy News. So being inclusive, that's what we're <laughs> talking about tonight, huh? <laughs> what does that mean? Inclusive seems to be such a hot button word and Man, topic let's uh everyone let's, should be inclusive let's let's involve everyone <laughs> in uh it's crazy in how it's everyone services and yeah. yeah and in in uh taking of the sacraments and well i mean through through church through secular yeah. through everywhere like i feel like i didn't even hear this word too much mm-hmm. uh in the first 20 30 years of my life yeah and now in the last 10 years i've just heard it all the time right inclusive 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 it's almost like a mantra 20 20 years ago when we started our band yeah um it was kind of the mission statement it was let's be more inclusive than exclusive because okay. because we were playing for youth groups sorry guys i just hit the mic um uh yeah we were playing for youth groups and all of a sudden we we're like well you know we we want to go into more uh venues and the, the secular realm, um, regular music, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't even like to refer to it as either or, but, uh, yeah. but you know, we were, we were trying to, uh, uh, write tunes that it was like, or what are they, are they talking about their, their girlfriend right now? Or are they talking about God? Like what, right. which part? <laughs> you know? So was that from like a business Standpoint no. to be more inclusive to like try to yeah. appeal to more people. It was or like what it, was that about? It was it was like a mission, kind of like we were going out there trying to win people to Christ, but you know, kind of doing it in a roundabout you two ish way. 
Like a seeker-friendly you know, kind of... Yeah, seeker-friendly. Are they Christian? Uh, are they, they Christian? Are they not? You yeah. know, and you always wanted to have people be like, what's so different about them? I want to ask them questions. And nobody ever wanted to ask you questions. Like, <laughs> if you're a nice guy, you're a nice guy. You right. know, like, it's not anything like, oh, he must be a Christian because he's yeah. a nice guy. It's like, no. it's it, Yeah, uh, there's know. lots of nice guys that aren't <laughs> but, Christians. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, nice by the so, world standards. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's funny so. that you say that because inclusiveness, I think, has morphed over the years, too, mm-hmm. uh, even the last decade or so. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, inclusive just meant to try to be as broad as possible mm-hmm. on, you know, like you even just said, even from a business standpoint of like, well, let's just try to be bland in general right. or try to be nice to everyone mm-hmm. so we can get them to our show or our church or whatever. Yeah. Invite but, them to church. But now I feel, and this is where inclusiveness uh from the secular definition yeah. has to go. Uh, it's now become very, very specific. Right. On what, ironically, yeah, inclusive has become exclusive. Inclusiveness has become very specific on what you have to be to be termed right. inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Which what is the actual definition? So I was I was going to uh, read the second definition, which is really interesting. Uh, not excluding any of the parties or groups involved in something. Okay. So anyone shows up to your church, uh, you know, as long as they're there, that's great. You know, right. um, as long as they're there with, uh, you know, a, a guy with his with his boyfriend, you know, as long as they're there hearing hearing the word, um, you know, that's okay. Let's let's just uh, let them come in and take uh, take the uh, Lord's Supper with mm. the rest of the congregation or the unbeliever to just go ahead and come on, man. You're included. Come on, man. You know you can yeah. you can go ahead and, and well. In that example, for me, the very first thing that comes to my mind, and tell me what you think about yeah, this. This yeah. is what I'm just working through. The, the, we see that a lot. Like mm-hmm. just get them into church, yeah, and we'll accept them as they are, where they're at, mm-hmm. as long as they're in church, hearing a preacher, hopefully speak about the Bible, mm-hmm. teach the Bible, talk about God. Whatever. Nirvana had a song called "Come as You Are," <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like that's the mantra <laughs> of a lot of seeker-friendly churches. Right, right. You know, just I think come they as play it at the beginning. You know, <laughs> just they, to get right. people in. in Have first, you been to a church like that where <laughs> where they'll like play, play a little music uh, to yeah, get like, you going? Like, carry yeah. on my Wayward son. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, oh, what, what are you? Do- I am wayward. Oh <laughs> I'm in the right church, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, my very first thought is uh, the the fact that we're even thinking get them to church to get them some type of saved, yeah. air quotes. Like that's totally backwards. Like that that couple that you were just talking mm-hmm. about, that mm-hmm. homosexual couple, they should be hearing and being discipled about Christ uh, by you in the workplace, at your home, yeah. uh, while you're uh, at their barbecue. Like, we are the disciples yeah. throughout the week. Mm-hmm. The, the assembly of the brethren is for believers. Yeah. Now, does that mean that an unbeliever might be coming to church every once in a while? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, but the majority of people in that church are saved, are sanctified. That's the assembly of the believers, the Bible Mm -hmm. says. That pastor, that shepherd is preaching and strengthening the body of Christ. He's not preaching to the unsaved there. 
And we have it totally backwards to where, you know, your example is totally right when we hear, oh, well, you got to be inclusive. Anyone who wants to come to church. And it's like, well, no, the body of Christ is pretty exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's for believers. Yeah. Now, does that say we, st- we we stand at the front and say, are you a believer at all? Right, no, you right. can't come in. Well, yeah. It, I'm well, saying it's the, the definition of the church is exclusive. Right. It's the body of Christ. It's, it's the elect argument mm, from okay. the reform, uh, you know, whenever people try to, you know, uh, try to tell you that the reformed way of thinking of the elect is wrong. It's like, you know, the elect is not an exclusive, uh, you know, only 20 people are involved here, you know, like, like, <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, it may God's be exclusive. Top 20. Yeah. Yeah. It may be exclusive. Uh, maybe I'm using that, uh, very loosely, but there are going to be so many people in heaven like yeah. even John describes that in Revelation. <laughs> he turned around and could not count the number. He, th- there were too many people behind him that he could not count. Yeah. And, you know, Abraham, uh, uh, descendants as numerous as the stars. I mean, the word elect, you know, is, is not means set a, apart. Yeah, it yeah. It means unique. It right. means one of a kind. It means chosen. Yeah. And it's not a, you know, a word that is so, you know, uh, uh, I don't well, know. It's, some, it's not a word I, that's heard... describing the number of something. It's right. a word describing what it is. Yeah. It's set yeah. apart. It's different. It's mm-hmm. unique. Right. And God has had a remnant in elect since, you know, the entire Bible. Yeah, exactly. So so this whole thing of two, the other thing, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, no, no, but no, what, no. what really gets under my skin is like, oh, I don't believe in that elect stuff. Right, it's like, right. well, the New Testament talks about it 27 times. Right. The Old Testament talks about it 15 times, uses the word remnant mm-hmm. and set apart hundreds of times, like we have to deal with exactly. it. Exactly. Right? And, so and it the is thing a is, is, we don't know who the elect are. I mean, Spurgeon even says this. He's like, if I, if I saw people with the, the letter E <laughs> yeah, on their back, back yeah. right, then yeah, I would I just would... go to them. Right. But yeah. no, we're, we're preaching to, to everyone that we can. We, we Absolutely. want people to hear the, the good news, the gospel. Right? I do like that, how this episode's on, uh, include uh, the word inclusive. And yeah. we're already back to the Alexa. I know. Within seven minutes. Hey man, it's, it's uh, hard. It's hard, baby. But, but no, <laughs> yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from yeah. because, uh, yeah, because I even because I think we got off track on that because I said you know, I think it was when I started singing Kansas that that could be carry too. on my wayward son <laughs> we kind of that could be too but uh, it's it's so crazy because what we're seeing with the word inclusive so so here's my dig on this um, what what the world does what what the secular world does is they take a definition they twist it into an agenda that means this this and this below it. So they have a word, but that word means you have to believe these certain things Mm. subliminally, or sometimes it's right in your face, but they take the word. And then what the, what the evangelical Christian church does is they try to take that word and then incorporate that word into their so-called church doctrine Mm -hmm. or the way they do business or the way they hold church. And, and they try to distance themselves from the the meaning of the word that the secular word has, but but still include it to try to feel like they're part of, hey man, I'm hip, I'm with it. Right. We're inclusive. It's cool. Well, what does the word inclusive mean to the world now? Right. 30, 50, 80 years ago, the word inclusive meant something totally different. Now, today in 2021, when we're recording this, soon to be 2022, uh, the word inclusive means 
acceptance of all sorts of things. Yeah, your truth is... Your truth is your truth. It means acceptance of subjective morality. It means uh, acceptance of you having your own truth. Mm -hmm. It means acceptance of the LGBTQ, ABCD, EFG, HIJK, LMNOP lifestyle. It means acceptance of all these... uh, Acceptance of... Be CRT, BLM, liberalism. It. it means acceptance. Uh, you know all these things, and the church can't accept those things. They're 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 starkly anti-biblical. Right. So it gets to this weird thing to where, and, and it, I don't want to s- seem harsh, but it gets to this thing to where we want to try to take the inclusiveness that the Christians read into in love your enemy as yourself, or, you know, love your enemy, treat others as you want to want to be treated, love all these neighbor. things, love yeah. your neighbor, yeah. and then say, oh, that's what we mean. That's what the world means too by include. We're just trying to be like the world where we're inclusive. We just love everyone. Right. And then it becomes, okay, but what does love really mean, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what, what does love, does love mean I accept sin? Did yeah. Jesus love people to the point to where he said he coddled their sin and right. he said, well, it's okay. You don't have to repent Yeah, because I, br- I love you. I'm inclusive. I brought this up in our short, but you yeah. know, like, like the woman caught in adultery who was about to get stoned, you know? Um, I mean, Jesus even said, uh, uh, go and, uh, uh, sin no more. Right. Yeah. Meeting the woman at the well. I mean, he, he didn't, he called, he called the woman out. He's, he said, yeah, you don't have one husband, you have seven, you know? And it's right. like, you know, I, I think at times we, uh, as believers also take the judge, not lest ye be judged out of context. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, we, it's like, it's like, look, if, if you are a part of a body of believers and there is something that, that needs to be said to your brother, like it, it needs to be said. You know, yeah. um, uh, and even Matthew 18 comes into this, uh, with, uh, church discipline and, and just going to your brother with by yourself, then going with, uh, another brother to, uh, to have a conversation. I mean, I mean, there's, there's so many steps that can happen within that context, but, um, as unbelievers come into the flock, I mean, there is, there is a, uh, there is something that, that a, a shepherd needs to show the 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 new believers and and that's yeah. another thing i mean like you know there needs to be an actual actual shepherd that is actually shepherding the sh- the flock right yeah. Yeah. i mean protecting there's, them there's, dividing right and yeah. wrong i mean there there's so many there's so Correction. many directions that this conversation can go in right um yeah. but yeah i mean the the word inclusive is such a it's such a a, a hard word to really have a, a quick 20 minute conversation with what, with yeah. which, what we're trying to do right now. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's multiple generations mm-hmm. of not understanding what the biblical commandments of love is. Right. That, that's the problem because you got to remember too, in, in the secular culture, inclusive in love, think about everything you see right now. Uh, we posted even about like Disney movies for kids and everything's mm-hmm. love, 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 equality, 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 inclusive, inclusive, inclusive. Well, all those words on, you know, just at the surface, Subliminal. they, they, they are good things. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. is generally a good thing. Yep. Equality mm-hmm. generally, if just on yeah. the surface, a good thing for sure. <clears throat> inclusiveness generally a good thing well let's if we dig down into what, what the, they're saying to what the secular meaning of each one of those things <laughs> yeah. is love hey let me do what i want don't judge my sin mm-hmm. equality well equality in outcome not equality in 
uh, ability, right? Yeah. Or equality, meaning I get to choose whatever I want to do. Uh, you know, inclusive. Hey, I want to in- include my sin in everything, you know, in, in uh, anything that I do, you need to be inclusive of that. It's like when you biblically break down what those big words mean, that these buzzwords that they're using in, yeah. in the secular culture, uh, they're vastly different than what the Bible teaches about. Mm-hmm. And then we have the problem of the church trying to incorporate those things and going, oh, yeah, inclusive, love, equality. Right. These big buzzwords, yeah, they might mean something. We have deep down in the depths, right? I think I think it's in uh, Proverbs where it says, in the depths of things is where it's known. So in the depths of the definition of the word, what do they really mean? What are you trying to get across? That's where we have vast differences. And I'll tell you what, a church is not going to be able to walk that tightrope. Right of trying to appease the world and appease God. Right. You can't have two masters. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to serve? And it, and it, I mean, that comes back to seeker-friendly churches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I remember a few years ago, there was a church here in town that had advertisements on TV, and they were like, we got pop, <laughs> you know? And they were like <laughs> throwing, throwing Mountain Dew and like, you know, like they had fountain machines or whatever. And uh, they had a, a Starbucks coffee, you know, whatever barista there. And, uh, and it was just like, you know, you're, you're drawing these people in for, for what exactly entertainment or for Christ and, you know, why we actually gather, you know, I mean, these teachings are not easy. That's for sure. You know, I mean, I mean, the learning scripture is not easy. And some of the, some of what is written in there to live by it to be holy. Oh, I mean, this is it's not you fun. Know, no, it, hurts, <laughs> it's it, like, it hits the it hurts the flesh. It cuts. Yeah, you. it will. You know, but it's. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's lovely. It's everything that uh, you should want. You know, as a believer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the word inclusive. I I really have a hard time whenever a believer says, "Well, I'm okay. I I love inclusiveness." Okay. Well, what I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, what does you know, that what, mean? What does that mean? You know, like. Well, okay. So here's another thing too. You bring up a really good point. Like we need to be careful if if the if the secular non believing culture has co opted a word to mean something. Mm-hmm then you need to be careful as a believer to make sure you're using that word properly. Mm-hmm. If we're going to say we've given that word over to the culture, like inclusive, like equality, like uh, love, for instance, then we do have to define when we're talking about that. Right. Because the majority of people right now, if you were to go out and let's say, let's just throw numbers out there. Let's say you you, you, you pulled 20,000 people, 18 to 55. I would bet if you pulled them and said, what does the term inclusive mean to you, right? And even if they were Christians or not, I would say the majority of them would have a non-biblical view of the word inclusive, and they would also say that includes including all kinds of things like reproductive rights, which we know is abortion, mm-hmm. homosexuality, transgenderism, all those things. Like they would say that's all included. So if you as a Christian use the word inclusive to mean, well, I, I want to treat others like they treat me, mm-hmm. uh, or I would like to be treated. Well, okay, you're you're using a different terminology you have to define your terms now yeah because now when you're talking to a to a secular culture and you're using their terminology but you think it means something different that's that's very confusing not only to other believers but to the secular culture right 
So I think that's why I'm so big. And I know you are too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, anytime we talk about something, we try to bring up a definition. Right. What, what do we mean when we say this word? Words are fluid. Yeah. We had this conversation earlier tonight when we were, uh, before we were recording, like how words kind of, you know, the meanings change and, and how people view the word and what it means and what the intent is behind it. So it's like, we have to be very careful about our language too, when we're using certain buzzwords. Yeah. Do I like the fact that the secular culture has co-opted some of these words to mean something that they don't? Absolutely not. Right. But the only way to fight that is to rightly give the definition when we use those words. Right. We have to remind the next generation of, oh, no, 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 no. This is what that word actually means. Mm-hmm. And this is the biblical meaning of that word, not what the secular culture has co-opted it to mean. Does right. that make sense? Yep, totally. Because it can be confusing. It can be. Like when you start using yeah. lingo of the secular culture as a Christian, and I think some churches and some leaders do that mm-hmm. so they can be two-faced about it. Yeah. Let yeah. me just get into a little conspiracy theory here. I think some Are you pastors... about to say Jeffrey Epstein is still alive? <laughs> no, that was, that was last episode. <laughs> okay. You guys can go check that out. We're getting all kinds of hits yeah, yeah. on that. Believe me, he landed your Jeffrey Epstein uh, yeah, right. theory. But a lot of people yeah. agreed with you, actually. I know, I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, Jason's onto something. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I Sorry, think, but yeah, go but ahead. Real pastors. quick, I'll, I'll finish up my point here. I think some leaders and some pastors use that language inclusive equality love is love all these things so so the unbelieving secular world can look at them and go okay they're cool with us right we, right. We're not going to put up a fight against them. Still gain some popularity with mm-hmm. them. Hey, I'll tune in once every couple of weeks because it's a nice little life coach lesson type right, of sermon. Right. But then can also go back to his congregants who question him or any other believers that question him. And then on the side go, oh, no, man, like inclusive, like, you know, and then twist it. Yeah, oh, no, like it. love, yeah. like God's love, like Jesus love. Oh, no, like equality, like we're all yeah. created equal in his image. And it's a great way for them to play both sides. It's it's basically right. politics in religion. That's amazing. And it and, and I hate it. Yeah, I, you know. I, I mean, it's it's like let's be clear about what we're talking about. Right. You know? I mean, I, I, I okay. There's going to be some <laughs> people that there's a lot might disagree that. with this statement, but I love Reformed theology because of the exegesis of Scripture. Right. Like like taking Scripture, reading it. You know, like right. not reading yourself into it. Right, but, but seeing what the text says. Yeah. yeah, seeing what the text says. And I mean, a lot of sermons. I mean, John MacArthur. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of John MacArthur right now. I, I mean, I love John Johnny MacArthur. Johnny Mac? I do not agree with his eschatology, but... Uh, <laughs> what? You can disagree yeah, yeah, yeah. with someone's yeah, eschatology yeah, exa- and still yeah, listen to him? Exactly. Right, I thought right, you Reformed right. folk were so narrow-minded. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, I mean it's, it's like, I don't know. I don't really uh, like the fact that, you know, we as Reformed uh, are viewed as the exclusive, you know, like, like we, we have this little club that yeah. nobody can get in. And it's like, no, we're, we're just reading scripture. Like, right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you probably, you could disagree with our, you know, with the, the, uh, doctrines of grace or, uh, the five solas or, or whatever, but it's like, man, like we are not so far outside of the box that it's like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to push back on all this stuff. And you guys need to really figure out how to be more inclusive, you know, and, and, 
use what you have to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, speak to society a little bit better. No, we're going to read scripture. We're going to, we're going to do as, as, uh, as scripture says, I mean, right. there's, there's nothing that we're going to take and, uh, you know, hopefully take out of context. I know that there are some out there that may, but um, uh, you know what, guess what? We all, we all are, you know, really trying to glorify God through every action and every word. And even on this podcast, like, yeah, we probably have messed up before and possibly said some things that uh, might be possibly wrong. Um, But guess what? We are really trying to stick to scripture and what scripture says. We're not trying to gain uh, listeners by cutting corners. And, you know, it's like, Scripture is scripture. Let's let's just read what scripture says and do as as God has commanded us to do. No, that's a great point. I would say too though, to your point, mm. like everyone trying to be inclusive, uh and, and you're even saying like reform people think, oh, well you're you're, you know, you're in this little club and you're being exclusive. It's like, but Christianity is pretty exclusive. Right, right. The requirements are pretty yeah. exclusive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like a dichotomy to where yeah. we're like, oh, it's open for all. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Christ said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No, no one gets comes with the father except, except by me. Except yeah. through me. Like yeah. there's only one way. Mm-hmm. Nicodemus said, what do I have to do? You have to be born again. Like there's very specific exclusive mm-hmm. things with it's true. Christianity too. So it's like a weird thing to where we're trying to mimic the, the inclusiveness mm-hmm. of the world, but yet hold to doctrines that are very exclusive. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people don't want to talk about that. That's why, that's why universalism uh, is, 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 is growing so rapidly. It's like, Oh, come on, man. Can't we just all yeah, get along, yeah. believe in what we want? And well, everybody's going to we'll all eventually get there one day, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like Oprah, like all paths lead to God. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, no, that's not what the Bible says. Right. That's not what the word of God says. And if you're a, if you're a church that is founded on the Bible yeah. and hold to the scriptures, well, then you can't take part in this worldly inclusiveness as it's defined by the world. Right. Right. Um, and once again, I, I want to make sure we're being clear here because someone might tune in and go, see, they're just a bunch of, yeah. you know, <laughs> what they, they just hate everyone. And look <laughs> at them. Um, if I start naming off some of the people that I have relationships with, um, and, and what they walk in and what they do, uh, you would go, what the heck? I'm not going to start calling people out. I'm saying is my job is to preach repent, repentance, preach the gospel, uh, you know, lead, lead them to Christ in any way that I can through mm-hmm. example. But at the same time, I don't ostracize people because of personal choices. Yeah. I mm-hmm. can't uh, treat someone differently uh, just because they have different life choices than than I do. They're image bearers of God. They have inherent worth and value. Right. Right. But at the same time, when it comes up in conversation, oh, absolutely. Right. This is sin and this isn't. This is right and this is wrong. Mm. This is godly and this isn't. This is biblical and that isn't. And I expect the same from you in my life. Yeah. Uh, I expect the same from my wife, from my uh, uh, believing friends. So it's like, yeah, it's this weird thing to where we've got this whole push to where on the surface inclusive sounds good. Right. Just, hey, man, just everyone get along. Yeah. World peace, man. Yep. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, the world isn't going to be at peace until Christ returns. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Until that kingdom is is established. Yeah. 
until we're ruling and reigning with him in, in a new creation. Because we do live under sin nature, and there is a there is a standard. Yeah. And, and God has set the standard. It's true. Yeah, yeah man. No, that's that's great. I mean, I know we've uh we've probably went a little long tonight, but Oh, did we? Guys, this is uh mm-hmm. this is this this subject, I mean it's it's pretty serious. Uh we yeah. just need to uh be biblical in our thoughts on the word inclusive. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you we, know, and I, I say I sound like a broken record, but do not let the culture of the gospel bow to the culture of uh, the secular culture. Right. I feel like too often we bow to that. We say, oh, well, we want to be cool and hip and with it. And we want to feel like we want acceptance from the world. You want to what? Tell the world to go pound sand. Yeah. They don't get to. It's 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 Christ. It's my Christ that saved me that's ruling and reigning on the throne right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's not yours. It's not the it's not the ruler of this era. Yeah. Satan is underfoot. Yep. The head of the serpent has been crushed, mm-hmm. you know, and let's go out with that confidence. But yeah. also guys, if you're listening, heck, send us some notes on this. Tell us what you think about uh, being inclusive. Yeah. Um, we love the comments that you, that, yeah, man. That, that we get. Always do. Uh, I know we've been getting more comments on Instagram and Facebook and uh, YouTube and some personal comments. Uh, you guys have been sending me and Jason. We always love that. We love the encouragement. As always, you can check us out on dmwpodcast.com. Uh, you can also check out our merch site there where we got all kinds of new shirts and, and uh, sweatshirts and some cool mugs and all kinds of neat stuff. You can support the show by going there. We get it shipped out to you right away. Jason, you got anything else before we head out? Nope. Good to go. Guys, we appreciate you. And as always, God bless. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.